Hi guys, Assalamualaikum. My name is Nurun and welcome to another podcast in the Learn Islam channel. So in this first of four part series, we broach the topic of why does Allah allow suffering? Join us in this episode with Ustaz Fathur Rahman as he explains how suffering is a test from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and an opportunity to achieve or receive Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala's mercy. My topic my topic today is even the prophet embracing a life of hardship. Okay? I will I will I want to start with this Quranic verse. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the Quran فَصْبِرْ كَمَا صَبَرَ أُولُ الْعَزْمِ مِنَ الرُّسُلِ وَلَا تَسْتَعْجِلْ لَهُمْ Therefore, be patient as did the messenger of strong will and determination. Okay. That's the word أُولُ الْعَزْمِ مِنَ الرُّسُلِ Strong will or, or determination. And be in no haste about them. Okay. The question is, who is the أُولُ الْعَزْمِ? Can everyone, can anyone here tell me who is the Ulul Azmi? In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the Prophet Muhammad SAW, okay, be patient like the messenger of the, uh, the, like the messenger of strong will and determination. He asked our Prophet Muhammad SAW to example, to take the example of the Ulul Azmi. But who is the Ulul Azmi? Can anyone hear? One name, please. One. Musa alayhi salam. Yes. Isa alayhi salam. Uh, not doubt. Musa, Isa. Who? Noah. It's actually in the slide after this. <laughs> okay. Noah alayhi salam. Noah, huh? Noah. Ibrahim, Abraham. Musa, Moses. Isa, Jesus, Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, there's a trend, right? Nowadays, when we name our children, it's no more Noah. It's Noah. <laughs> Ibrahim, we name them Abraham. Betul? No offense, siapa-siapa ada nama macam kita kat sini. Musa, Moses. But anyone name... Their children, Jesus or not? <laughs> no, <laughs> But why? Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked our Prophet, our beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to take example from this Rusul. Okay. The five messengers stated in the Quran specifically when Allah says He, Allah, has ordained for you the same religion, which is Islam, which he ordained for Noah, and that which we have inspired in you, O Muhammad, and that we, which we ordained for Ibrahim, Musa, and Isa. Okay, what Muhammad need to do? Saying you should establish religion and make no division in it. <clears throat> so what's the greatest face, test faced by all the prophets? The Ulul Azmi. The Prophet Ibrahim. Okay, we start the Prophet Musa. Kick out from home. We know all the stories, right? I don't want to be detailed about the stories. Maybe I give you one or two examples. 
Okay. Prophet Isa raised by a single parent. Prophet Noah. 950 years making dakwah. Only a few who followed him. Even his son, even his children reject his dakwah, right? 950 years. I told Ustaz Khidir, you want to invite me? I'm not a crowd puller. Okay? You want to invite me? Are you sure? I'm not a crowd puller. I always do things at the, back, at the backstage. Nobody knows me. But Alhamdulillah, turn out here. More than what Noah salam, has been preaching for 950 years. Alf illa khamsin. Subhanallah. Okay. And his own son rejected his da'wah. What happened to Ibrahim? Nabi. Uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. You know Ibrahim, when he got married with Sarah, he asked for children. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't give him any children except after uh, some riwayah say after 50 years. Some riwayah say after he reached uh, his age around 100 years. وَقَالَ إِنِّي ذَهِبٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ He said, Ibrahim said, I will go to my Lord. He will surely guide me. And then what he asked from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, رَبِّ هَبْلِي مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ Oh my Lord, grant me a righteous son. From years to years, he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him son. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give him son unless after a few, uh, I mean, uh, after he reached 100 years. So we give him the good news of a boy, which is Nabi Ismail. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعْيَ قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ أَنِّي أَذْبَهُكَ فَانْذُرْ مَاذَا تَرَى And when the son reached the age of serious work, that means adulthood, Ibrahim a.s. said to, to his son, Oh my son, I see in my vision, in my vision, in my dream, that I offer you as a sacrifice. Fanzur mada taro. Tell me, what, how do you think? What do you think? What, what is your view about that? And then Ismail say, Oh my father, do as what you are commanded to do. Subhanallah. Okay. After a few, many years, that Ibrahim a.s. don't have a son, suddenly, He got a dream saying Allah asked him, command him to sacrifice his son. How will Nabi Ibrahim salam feel? How do we feel if our son, for example, I have, a, I have two sons, okay, one in primary two and one uh, six years old, five years old. Just imagine that. And then what did Ibrahim do? He just do as what has been commanded to him. But you know, we know, we know the story that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, replaced and Abisa Ismail uh, with something else. <clears throat> okay. 
I want to ask you all something. Who is the most beloved by Allah Subhanahu Taala among the Prophet? Who? Who? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know, when I came back first from Medina, uh, the madrasa asked me to teach lower primary. Okay. Then I asked, okay, student, who is the most beloved by Allah Subhanahu Taala? You know, one student, dia jawab apa? He, his wife. <laughs> Terkejut kejap. <laughs> ha? First, tapi budak ajar satu lah. Primary one, okay lah. Forgive him. Okay? But again, <laughs> his understanding eh, of God and so forth. Okay, the, then I know uh, there's a problem. Uh, I need to rectify that. <laughs> okay. His wife. <laughs> okay, so I ask you. So make sure that you all <laughs> answer properly. Eh? No, uh, his wife or his son or what? Okay, who is the most beloved by Allah Subhanahu Taala? Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Masha Allah, very good. Okay, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What happened to him? What happened to him? Eh? He lost all of his children except except one. Who? Fatima. All of them gone. One by one, only Fatima that died soon after the Prophet wasallam passed away. The rest of them, Ruqayyah, Umm Kalthum, Tayyib, Tahir, Ibrahim, everyone died before the Prophet wasallam. one and after, after another. Not only that, he also lost his father before he was born. He, he was born as an orphan. And we ask on ourselves, who is he? He is the most beloved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best creation. Why he had to go all through this hardship? And then we still telling ourselves, oh ya Allah, why? Why me? Why me? <laughs> who are we? Compared to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Prophet most beloved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gone through, through this hardship subhanallah brothers and sisters if we surrender to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's law we, that will only make us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that will make us closer to Jannah am I right? so any hardship that befalls us we need to think twice you want to complain or you want to say this is a test for us that makes me closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to Jannah. Amin, Ya Rabbal. Alamin. Okay. So in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ahasiban nasu an yutraku an yakulu amanna wahum la yuftanun. Do the people think that they will be left to say, I'm a believer. It's okay. It's just, it's just saying that I'm a believer. Okay. No hardship will befall you. No. Without, without being put to the test, we did test those before them. And Allah will certainly know who those who are true from those who are false. Is to test our iman. Okay? If we go through to all this uh, hardship, inshallah, Allah will 
praise our uh, standard of iman insyaallah and in this ayah Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala say amman yujibul muttar idza da'a wa yakshifu su'a wa yaj'alakum khulafa'il ard a ilahun ma'allah qalilan ma tadhakkarun who is the one who rescue those who become desperate and call upon him relieves adversity and makes you inheritors of the earth is there any god besides Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala to pass the test Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala say we as a believer must maintain our our what our faith our iman we must trust that only Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala can relieve our hardship there's no other else there's no one else firstly if we as a human being if we've been tested who we go first who parents <laughs> bagi yang muda-muda parents ah eh? bila dah tua parents dah tak ada spouse oh my habi <laughs> oh my dear but do we go to allah subhanahu taala first jarang kan it's not normal but try try to first thing we go to allah subhanahu wa taala make prayer doa solat then raise our hand minta kepada allah subhanahu wa taala because in this ayah you say no one no one can help you except allah subhanahu wa taala as a believer we must maintain in our prayer in our doa to us from allah subhanahu wa taala Second, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala test us is actually to cleanse our soul. Hardship and uh, adversity that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decreed upon us is actually to cleanse our soul from any sins that we have committed. Okay. And in this ayah, you say, "Wa ma asabakum min musibatin fabima kasabat aidikum." Anything bad that happens to you is actually a consequence of your own deeds. And he overlooked many. If we want to count our sins and count what hardship has been given to us by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, it's not comparable. Kita punya dosa banyak, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala give us hardship, sikit saja, just a little. And that's why uh, there's a hadith. Our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, when he visited the uh, the sick, what he say in Arabic? Tahu tak sini? Biasa tak? Tahur, labak sa tahur, insya Allah. Labak sa, it's okay. He will say it's okay. Tahur, what is tahur? Yeah? Siapa tadi dengar tu? Zaman malu. Yes, bersih betul. Bersih. Mana bersih daripada apa? From our sin. Allah SWT wants to clean our sins. When Allah SWT give sickness to us. But that doesn't mean okay lah, sick lah. Every day I want sick. No. Okay. Next. Why? Allah test us. So we can be grateful. Suffering from hardship 
and adversity is actually a reminder for us. We always take things for granted. We forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always bless us with a lot of things. Despite all these blessings that Allah give us, we as a human, human being. Again, this word human being. English word human being. Why being? Here. Being, is it? Being here lah. In the world. Kalau dalam bahasa Melayu, human being apa? Again? Manusia. Pandai juga you all punya bahasa Melayu eh. If I have difficulties, I will ask someone to translate uh, the words that I want. Okay, insyaAllah eh. <laughs> Manusia. Manusia from the word what? Arabic? Nasia. Nasia, right? Nasia means what? Huh? Bukan nasi. <laughs> Nasiya what? Lupa. Allah tell us we as a, as a human always lupa. Forget. We always forget our deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we will be humble Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our Lord. Allah. When we come out through, uh, to this world, we forget everything. That reminds us. So, manusia or human being? <laughs> okay. Anyway, you know lah. وَإِذَا أَنْعَمْنَا عَلَى الْإِنسَانَ أَعْرَضَ وَنَعَ بِجَانِبِهِ وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرَّ فَذُو دُعَاءٍ أَرِيدٍ When we bless the human being, he turns away. Because what? Because why? We forget. And drift further and further away. And when he suffers from application, Okay, full of prolong, he will do full of prolong prayers. Okay. And if you count Allah's blessing, God's blessing, you can never count them. So indeed, the human is always being unappreciative. Okay. And sometimes, this little reminder in the form of hardship or adversity, calamity, okay, hopefully teach us not to take Allah's blessing for granted. InsyaAllah. How many minutes do I have? <laughs> Another 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes, eh? Next. <clears throat> It's for us to remember remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Adversity and hardship is actually also a very effective way, effective reminder for us. We, okay, sometimes are too much absorbed with this worldly life, okay, kehidupan dunia, we may not be devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And because we are too preoccupied with all we, our works, our daily lives, okay, uh, we do not seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, with this hardship, hopefully, it's a remembering, it's a kind of uh, effective reminder for us as a human being. <clears throat> Next, to show the Allah's authority, Allah's power. In this ayah, it says, if, human, if the human is touched by adversity, he implores us. But as soon as we bestow uh, a blessing upon him, he says, I attain this because of my cleverness. That is manusia. That is us. 
Never say that this is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That's why if we do a good job, do something great, this is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Alhamdulillah. Okay, uh, I'll try to be fast because I only have you know five to ten minutes. Why? <coughs> Sorry, uh, the ways to maintain patience and perseverance. As sober. First is to know that everything in our life is everything is from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That's the main thing. That's our worldview, and that is an important thing. And if everything is from Allah, so everything will be something good for for us. We sometimes don't see a clearer picture, a bigger picture. We only see pixels of it. And if we don't see the clearer picture, how can we blame the wisdom of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? That's not supposed to be. In Al Quran, there's one surah. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala tells us that the mankind is always in the state of loss. But after he explains everything, he gave us the way out. How to be a winner? Okay. The way out from these loser lifestyles and attain success. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Okay, uh, do you know what's the surah? Aiyah, wal asr. Inna al insan la fi khusrin. Sesungguhnya manusia dalam." Kerugian. Except for those who believe. Illa ladhina amanu. Those who believe. And do good deeds. Urge. One another. Urge other. To the truth. And urge one another. To be patient. And perseverance. So Allah SWT says. These two things. Can get us out from. Become a loser. To become a winner. What is it? Wa tawasaw bil haq. Wa tawasaw bil sabr. See how important sabr is. In other uh, ayah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala was ta'inu bi sabri was salah. Allah gandingkan this between salah and sabr. How important salah is for a Muslim? Tell me. Extremely right. Salah. Awalumayu hasabul insan. The first thing that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will ask us in the hereafter is our solah, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala put sabr beside solah in this ayah. Subhanallah. Okay. Imam Ahmad rahimahullah said that patience has been mentioned ninety times in the Quran, ninety times, and some ayah Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala command us to be patient, okay. like just now was ta'inu bi sabri was solah. And some other ayah, be patient. Your patience only comes from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Second, uh, sorry, the first one. Uh, know that everything from Allah. That one I explained it already. Second, think about the rewards of patience. So if you know that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will reward us if we be patient. Subhanallah, nothing is more important than we being 
uh, patient. We want to be patient if we do not see the fruit. Why? If we do not see the fruit, why we want to be patient? So see what is the reward of being patient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Oh believers, seek help through salah, through prayers, and through patience. First, he asks us to seek help, and then he asks us to be patient. And then at the end of the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, For Allah is with those who are patient. Allah is with those who are patient. This is a very powerful ayah. Siapa yang sabar, Allah SWT bersama kita. Just imagine, what? Allah is with us. If I want to fight with a bigger person, Azim for example, the moderator. <laughs> okay. Of course I'm afraid, right? <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that. But beside me, Habib, you know Habib? Kenal. Habib apa nama dia? Norma Gomedov. Eh? Norma Gomedov. Then he whisper to me, he say, just fight, I'm with you. <laughs> apa lagi? Buka kepak jalan. Where's Azim? <laughs> Who wants to fight me? Come. Right? And this Allah SWT, I'm beside the one who is patient. Subhanallah. If Allah beside us, nothing else matter. <laughs> That is what we want to achieve. <clears throat> The third one, track your self-talk and replace your talk with a positive thought. That maybe Puan Hamida later will just Elaborate more on this, eh? inshallah. But sometimes we need to know that these thoughts, eh, self-talk, it comes with a small negative point, it grows big. And in, and in Islam, sometimes we say that it's a waswa to shaitan, eh? bisikan shaitan, the whispers of shaitan. We need to be aware of that. If me, for example, eh, Saturday morning, pakai songkok, <laughs> pakai baju Melayu, eh, my wife tanya, ni mana nak pergi ni? <laughs> eh, where he wants to go ni? Lain macam je. Ada tak rasa macam itu? No, eh? You all good. Very positive. Oh, maybe he wants to go to mosque. Oh, maybe he wants to go to Safatur Rahman's talk, Adil talk. <laughs> right? Be positive. Sometimes with these small negative thoughts, as I told you, it will become big, become a uh, disaster <laughs> in our life. And the last one, dua and prayers. Allah and his prophet taught us Uh, a lot of dua for patient be patient like for example in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says rabbana ighfir rabbana rabbana frig alaina sabra wa thabbit aqdamana oh allah subhanahu wa ta'ala oh allah pour patience upon us on us make us stand firm 
Hari-hari, every day we try. Rabbana frikla alayna sabra wa thabbit akadamana. Rabbana frikla alayna sabra wa thabbit akadamana. Okay. Because we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be on our on our side. Okay. Prophet Muhammad teach us, if you are angry, what you do first? Come on, if you are angry, what you do? Sit down. <laughs> And say, A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim. If you are standing, then sit down. Still, the angry is there. It fails to subside. What you do? Eh? Lie down. But not in the MRT. Eh? <laughs> Mati, lie down. No. If again, still happening, what you do? Should remain silent, right? Remain silent. And make wudu. To calm ourselves. Okay, tengah panas kan? Make wudu. <coughs> And one other things that Uh, personally, eh, I see that try to distract ourselves eh, from from that situation. Go away. Try to think other something else. If not, nauzubillah. Uh, okay. Uh, my time is finished. Is it? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Cakaplah betul betul. Yes. <laughs> Saya tak sure gitu. Okay, uh, just to summarize lah. Uh, and to give the last, sorry, sorry. I have another one uh, slide. But I'll try to summarize it. <clears throat> How to inculcate the value of Rido. Inculcating the value of Rido. First, do things never for the pleasure of any other, anybody else. Do things for pleasure of Allah SWT. So what befalls us, we know that it's from Allah SWT and we seek Allah SWT's pleasure. Second, show gratitude. Thank Allah SWT for all the, the blessings. Third, think of your soul. The problem with the secular system, especially in Singapore and uh, other, in our education system especially, we see things... Everything based on material. Am I right? I asked one of my seniors, orang tua, the word kaya, kaya. He told me that last time, when everybody is miskin, <laughs> tak ada duit, but the word kaya is still being used. But their understanding of kaya, what, what is it? Kaya budi, kaya akhlak. And you, if you read all those books, eh, lama-lama punya buku, when they talk about kaya, that is the most, uh, I mean, interpretation that that's there. Kaya budi, kaya akhlak dan sebagainya. It's never kaya about all material. Kaya means you have car, uh, big house, everything, no. So again, the the beauty of Malay. But now it's being distorted again. Think of your soul. And then don't compare to others. 
Don't never compare Dia ni ada rumah besar Dia ni ada kereta besar Dia ni ada isteri besar Dia ni ada <laughs> No Never compare okay Marah dia Suami besar ha, Level sikit <laughs> Don't expect from others Everything from Allah SWT Remember If you want to ask something Ask from Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And listen and Recite Quran Listen Not just Listen Without understanding Try Try our best To understand What Is the recitation It's all about What is the Content of Al-Quran It's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Talking to us Seriously Try Try our best Attend Classes Arabic uh, Classes and so forth uh, Try Uh, to learn Arabic, especially the 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 the, the uh, ibadah Arabic, not not much on the conversation. Conversation is a second part, but the ibadah Arabic, so we can understand Al Quran better. So when we do our prayers every day, salat and so forth, we understand what we are talking about. Okay. Mashallah, what a profound sharing by Ustaz Fatur Rahman. So that was the first part on why does Allah allow suffering. Make sure to catch all four parts in our upcoming episodes in Learn Islam. So take care and Assalamualaikum.